What's up, mortals? This is Awesome Myths and Monsters. I'm here to learn you a thing or two. For the month of July, I'm going to focus solely on American legends and folklore. This episode, I'm going to be talking about Joe Magarak of Pittsburgh. Joe Magarak was the greatest steel worker that ever lived. His story started spreading from Eastern European immigrants working in the steel mills. Magarak eventually actually means donkey in Croatian, but instead of being an insult, people took it to mean workhorse, which was apparently not an insult. I guess it was cool to do manual labor in horrible working conditions for corporations that looked down on you. It said that Magarak would work 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. He completed the work of 29 men. Now, if he's working for 24 hours and completing the work of 29 men, it means that each man is worth less than an hour of work. It must have been a union job. So Joe was described as being between seven feet tall and the height of a smokestack. His shoulders were as wide as the doors to the factory and his hands were as big as buckets, which is a weird ass thing to compare hands to. They said Joe was made out of steel, born in an ore mine, and raised in a furnace. He came out full size, speaking broken English, and his favorite leisure activity was polka dancing, because why not turn a folk hero into a giant stereotype? Now they say he's made of steel, but instead of looking like the X-Men character Colossus, he looks like Avan Drago with a bowl cut. Why is the guy made of steel have blonde hair with a shitty haircut? He drank hot steel like soup and ate iron ingots like meat. Which kind of means he's a cannibal, I think. I'm not like totally up on how golem diet works. Big ass beings made out of inanimate materials, like he's essentially a golem. He also had such an appetite for this metal that he carried his lunch around in a wash tub because a regular lunch basket just wasn't enough. He stirred vats of hot steel with his bare hands and could bend the girders into pretzels and horseshoes. Unless this was a factory known for making steel pretzels, it sounds like it was just a gross waste of time and resources, AKA a union job. He made railroad rails by just squeezing molten steel between his fingers like silly putty. When the US Army needed cannonballs, Joe just rolled the steel in his, in his hands like children roll snowballs. Why they had a giant ass man made of steel on the assembly line instead of on the front lines is beyond me. Like, no, 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 you super strong, indestructible being, you're way more of use to us working in a mill instead of punting German soldiers and folding tanks like origami. Joan was known for his work ethic and generosity. He once won a weightlifting contest because, you know, he's a giant made of steel. Well, for whatever old timey sexist reason, the prize for said contest was the mill boss's daughter, Mary. The daughter was in love with another man, Pete Pusick. Instead of claiming his prize, AKA a live human person, he stepped aside and allowed her to marry her true love. People were like, oh, Joe is so generous, but I feel like maybe it was less about him being gracious and more about the logistics of a giant steel man who works 24 hours a day, marrying a normal human person. Joe is known for several incredible feats of strength to save his coworkers. He once caught a 50 ton vat of molten metal after it fell. A train of buggies loaded with ingots broke loose and was heading downhill. He managed to catch the train before it barreled into a bunch of workers, making worker pancakes, and then hauled it back up the hill. He was able to perform various more of these feats by walking along the hot furnaces and appearing at any part of the mill in an instant. Both the laborers and management tried to use the stories of Joe to justify their side during the great steel strikes of 1919. The laborers claimed that he cared about his fellow workers, which is pretty obvious from all the stories where he saved them. Management claimed that the strike was ruining his good time since he loved working the steel mill so much. There's one story where management realizes that since Joe was born fully grown and out of a mine, that he doesn't have his citizenship papers. So they try to blackmail him for money and they'll smooth it all over. Gotta love bureaucracy. This clearly benevolent inhuman being 
doesn't have his papers. Let's squeeze him for all he's worth. Well, Joe reacted appropriately for a giant made out of steel and hulked out around the city until they apologized. He finally used his strength for something cool instead of just going to work. There are several different versions of how Joe meets his end. Some say he lets himself be melted down to make the strongest steel ever made. Others say he melts himself down in order to create enough steel for a new mill and a whole bunch more jobs. I don't know, maybe if he wasn't a giant with superhuman strength and endurance working constantly, there would be more work to go around for regular people. Suicide is several steps too high for a problem that could be solved by just chilling the fuck out and backing off. The last theory is that the mill eventually closed and he just refused to leave. And well, nobody wanted to argue with a metric fuckton of depression and steel. So he just sits there waiting for the furnaces to be lit once again. That's the story of Joe Magarak, came out of Pittsburgh. Like and subscribe. Let me know what you want to hear next.